Uh, Junior Funners, welcome to... Uh, it's a little nod to what we're going to be talking about later, but uh, this is the Junior Funners podcast, and we're back in the fun shack, and we never actually left, because uh, we're recording this a little far... Uh, well, a little further in advance. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so this will be... Uh, you know, a week since you were last with us, but uh, we've been here the whole time. Ha <laughs> Gotcha! Uh, got your ass. Yeah. Owned. Owned, yeah. Once again, uh, you, the listener, have been owned. Um, so this is Junior Funners, uh, the podcast where we talk about Arsenal and being an Arsenal fan and all that. Uh, this week we're going to talk about being a fan of... Uh, Something else besides uh, football. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Um, Great. Sorry, yeah, I'm into my third beer now. Um, I'm Ollie. I'm Ollie Munster from uh, uh, from the internet, and also from the internet is my co-host Lawrence Yates, the Eat Man. Hi. Yep. And uh, and we're f- coming to you from the Fun Shack, where we record the podcast. And isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna be talking about um, well, not football this week. Although actually, well, we'll do a, a very very quick uh, a very quick Arsenal news segment, just very very quickly. Uh, so uh, Emery's bad. What is your prediction for the as yet unplayed Southampton match uh, score? <coughs> Sorry. Um. Arsenal should win. I think they will win. Maybe unconvincingly so. But That's what I was going to say. I reckon, yeah, I, I reckon 3-2. I, I think, it, yeah, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a win, but it's not going to be... Is it, is it's, it We're not going to make it, it. We're playing at home, yeah. So we'll probably win that, I think. More yeah. than likely. Although even, like, our home form lately just means that we draw instead of lose, mm. um, which is not great. But yeah, I think it'll be... Uh, Unconvincing win, but a desperately needed three points. Um, so yeah, like I said, three two is is my prediction for that. He'll keep Emery in his job for just a little bit longer. Yeah, until when it comes to the Christmas schedule, where it's just like game every two three days. Yeah, and then Arsenal have slipped down to like tenth. Because that's true. Yeah, normally we don't uh, truly start falling apart until around then. Mm. Um, but yeah, to be kind of fucking up this badly this early in the season is is very alarming um so yeah that's that's our prediction for that and maybe we were right maybe we weren't um we'll talk about it next time but that was that was arsenal news okay now we can get down to brass tacks um so we we teased it a little towards the end of last week's episode um when uh, lawrence mentioned the the mandalorian um which is the for those not in the know is the uh, the new Star Wars TV series that's launched on uh, Disney Plus, Disney's uh, exclusive streaming service, which uh, is launched in the US. I don't believe it launches in the UK until 2020, hmm. uh, which seems unfair. It's kind of like the old days when America would get movies for like six months before we did. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, yeah, they'd get them like way in advance or like things would come out on video in America, like way ahead of what they would come out in the UK or the rest of Europe. Um, I mean, The Matrix only just came out in New Zealand like last week, was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, the first one. 
Mm. It's like, yeah. They don't even know that, like, there's going to be a reboot. They're rebooting The Matrix. Um, but yeah, so The Mandalorian is uh, is out. It's, you know, it's uh, not the first time Star Wars has crossed over into television. Um, there's anyone that uh, has watched the holiday special, Star Wars holiday special, will will tell you. Um mm. Have you ever seen that? I've seen bits. I've not seen that whole thing. I've seen like clips. Yeah, I've only seen a little bit. I can't bring myself. It just it looks so bad. I can't bring myself like, to. Is George Lucas behind all? Is is he? I think writer director like he is in the prequels. I th- <laughs> I think actually he was very unhappy. I I I I believe this might be something I'm just making up, but yeah, I, I believe that he was very unhappy uh, with the fact that they. Had that they were basically being forced to make this uh, holiday special. I think Carrie Fisher um, looks totally out of it. She was, yeah. I think that was the height of her uh, her uh, substance abuse. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, just a just an all round weird thing. This you know this universe that's you know completely outside. One of the main things that's appealing about it is that it's completely outside of uh, just the shit we deal with on Earth. It's like for them to introduce this aspect of like, oh, there's like a Christmas analog uh, and <laughs> and it's celebrated the exact same way as uh, Christmas is, but in space. I don't know, man. It's, it's written by, not written by George Lucas or directed, but mm. written by Pet Proft, Leonard Rips. Bruce Villanch. Bruce Villanch. Bruce Villanch. Rod Warren and Mitzi Welch. And then directed by Steve Binder, Binder, Binder. And David Acomba. I think Fred. that's quote uncredited, so that might be a fake name. That could be George Lucas. Maybe, yeah. Although that that's weird, because Pat Proft and uh, Bruce Villanch are like... Well, Bruce Villanch is like oh, wait, a... Wait. He's, he's like a... He's a comedy writer. He's like a comedian, and he writes for, um, and he he writes for like award shows and stuff. He writes all the jokes for that and stuff. Um, and he's on, you know, on RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff. He's funny on there. David DeCombra is a real person. Sorry. Okay. Just in breaking. breaking David DeCombra is, is a real person. Um, Pat Proft also, I believe, co-wrote. Uh, I think all of the Naked Gun movies, or at least at least a couple of them. Um, yeah, Pat Proft is like one of those guys that like uh, wrote with the Zucker Zucker and Abrams uh, hmm. crew, so he's sort of you know involved in the Naked Gun movies and Top Secret and Airplane and all of those guys. I those um, are my favorite films. I, I'm not being sarcastic. I uh, <laughs> I have a very uh, very uh, pure uh, film taste, like Naked Gun, Airplane. Well, no, I, I, I mean, you know, yeah. I, you know, so, yeah. I mean, Please Airplane, squad. Airplane to me is probably still, I, the best comedy film ever made. Like, it, mm. I, you know, it's head and shoulders above everything else. And then like the Naked Gun movies are, are just wonderful. Like, I think, yeah, like people, it's weird that people sort of try and act like, like the first one is the only good one, and it's like yeah, they're all they're all pretty I don't, good. Yeah, like you can just watch, like they all just sort of blend into one film to me. Like they're all they're just so good. What's funny in um, Naked Gun Thirty Three and a Third is uh, bring it back to Bigfoot quickly is uh, the the one of the co-hosts from the Bigfoot show that you listen to is like an extra. In, oh really? <laughs> he's like the lone clapper. Oh in, yeah! In the, when he's doing the speech about dolphins and tuna. <laughs> 
Wow. He's like, that's me. I'm the, I'm the lone clapper, and I'm the only one who's applauded this. Yeah. That's so, amazing. So that's him. That's that's from the Bigfoot show. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, so that that's weird that there's like actual like talented people involved in making the uh, the Star Wars holiday special. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it's really weird. That's. <laughs> So odd. Um, yeah, and like I said, I'm pretty sure that George Lucas sort of fought tooth and nail to stop it getting made. But um, um, unlike the prequels, which he um, very much... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was very gung-ho about very being gung-ho involved about in them. Um, yeah. I like the uh, the back, the back um, behind-the-scenes documentary of The Phantom Menace, where he's talking with um, Spielberg. And he's like, well, these, are the, uh, these are the droids... And they're pretty useless. They come down like they're they're butter, <laughs> and Spielberg's just like that's great. That's that's going to be great. <laughs> Spielberg's just like, hey He's buddy, like, yeah. hey that's that's great. I'm going to go do Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, that's and all these other more. <laughs> you make, do your Star Wars. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to I'm where, I'm going to make Minority Report and uh, but no, your thing sounds good too though. Um, that's great. So that's yeah. Good God, that's. <laughs> There is there's a like a famous quote from I can't remember if it's Simon Pegg or Edgar Wright is is one of the Shaun of the Dead guys, and they got invited to the Revenge of the Sith premiere, um, because at that point they I think that like Steven Spielberg had like you know he'd obviously seen Shaun of the Dead and was like big fans of theirs, um, and I think Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish ended up. Uh, working on the script for the Tintin movie that he did, um, so he was yeah he was like obviously big fans of theirs, and then um, which Simon Pegg also acted in, um, and he Spielberg introduced them like I said whether it's Edgar Wright or Simon Pegg is one of them uh, he introduced them to to George Lucas, um, and they you know they're obviously pretty starstruck and they said like have you got any advice um, you know for someone that's like just getting into, you know, someone that's just started, like, you know, making movies at, at this level. Uh, and his advice, apparently, he just looked really sad and said, uh, don't try and remake the same movie you've done or you've done before. People will just hate you for it. And it was like, apparently, he just looked so broken and so defeated. And it was it's the premiere of his, of his movie. And he just looked so fucking sad. It's just like there's, oh, there's yeah. a great picture of George Lucas at a food court. Have you seen that? I don't think so. No, he's sitting in a food court. Like you're like a billionaire. Mm. What the frig are you doing in a like? There's a shop, he's in a shopping mall. Like at a... man, there's speaking of like his friendship with Spielberg. It is like there's a photo of them on the set of I think it's uh, I think it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, because obviously Luke, I think Lucas produced it and maybe worked on the script. Um, but there's a photo of them on the set in Tunisia or wherever it is that they were filming it, and it is like, like Lucas looks like absolute shit. Like he's got like he's got a full on neck beard. Like he's like he's got like his regular beard, but then he's just got like a very thick neck beard as well, um, and he just looks like shit. Whereas Spielberg has like you know, Spielberg looks pretty much the same as he does now to be honest he doesn't he isn't doesn't really look all that different like you know he looks happy to be there and he's you know his his neck is hairless but he's still got a full beard and he looks you know he looks kind of just nice and normal and then there's just this weird kind of fucking creep stood next to him and uh yeah 
I mean, the people like people give George Lucas a hard time. Yeah. Oh, there's people who want him to come back. Yeah, that's the same people on Reddit. So that's the that's a very weird thing that's popped up just recently, and I feel like that is that's a sort of symptomatic thing of this age we're in, where when you're online, you have to have like the hottest take. You have to yeah. you have to have like the most contrarian fucking just take imaginable insecurity. Like nobody's out there. Like, gee, I wonder, I wonder if he's gonna come out with some hot take, amazing take. Yeah, I've like, got to like. I, I just whatever the, the the first thing that comes into my head, like just whatever the first thing is that I can like think of that I haven't heard anyone else say or that possibly disagrees with the thing everyone else is saying, and then you just tweet it or post it on Reddit or Facebook or whatever, um, and then it's just you know it immediately just gets a bunch of like hate clicks or you get ratioed or whatever, but it's still like it's still just like ah I did it I did it. I came up with the fucking the take I came I I started the conversation you know and it's just like yeah so people now are acting like the prequels the Star Wars prequels were like misunderstood yeah. and like they're actually better than people remember mm, and they're not they, they're, they're not like they are they're objectively very bad like some of them are worse than others I mean of the three I think the, the second one Attack of the Clones is uh is is the worst. I mean, mm. I do think. I mean, Phantom Menace got a lot of hate, and it's kind of you know that's it's kind of people got, remember it as being um, kind of racist. Uniquely, I mean, well, it's kind of really ra- in, racist in a lot of ways. In in mm. ways that would surprise you if you went back and rewatched it. Um, but it, yeah, I think the second one is is like truly irredeemably uh, uh, foul. Like at least like. At least the Phantom Menace has the pod racing scene, hmm. and it's got all the Darth Maul stuff. Um, uh, yeah, the, I mean, because like the Darth Maul stuff seems to be the only thing in the Phantom Menace that's actually kind of physical, like that's in camera. Like it, like all the kind of cool like martial arts stuff, and all the kind of like flipping and jumping, and you know, all that kind of like all that physical stuff. It like that's really cool, and that's kind of what made the original Star Wars stuff cool. Is that it was all practical effects, and it was all in camera, and it was all you know, all the battles and stuff, all the space battles were all miniatures, and it, it had kind of a like a a physicality to yeah, it. Like you could see everything was, that was yeah, happening. It was on real real sets, and they didn't use yeah blue screen the whole time, green screen whatever they use. And it's yeah. Whereas the prequels just, I mean, it was nothing but CGI. Um, but yeah, like I said, like, yeah, that Darth Maul lightsaber fight is kind of like the, probably the only thing that truly holds up because it's all, it's kind of back to basics. It's just, you know, sword fighting with a bunch of kind of, you know, uh, jumping and dodging and kind of cool stuff. It's like um, in Tag of Clones, like George Lucas saw Blade Runner. It's like, I've got to have a... Big city planet now. Yeah, why haven't we? We haven't done. We haven't. We did. You know, like had, he tried to make Obi Wan and Anakin like they were Decker. Yeah, like they were cops. Like yeah. sudden, all of a sudden, they were just like they were just straight up cops. Like yeah, it, it, yeah. they had a mission from the Jedi Council to like. I can't even fucking remember what they, they were doing. They're they in that place. Find and the guy, who's assassinating Padme. Oh uh, yeah, and then it turns out it was Jango Fett. Mm. Who they're using to clone 
the Republican army, the public army. Yeah. Why didn't they just tell them that they're cloning them on this planet? Yeah. I never understood that bit. Yeah, there's a lot of sort of like retconning hmm. that doesn't make any sense in the prequel. Like the fact that like the fact that from pretty much day one, R two D two and Yoda know each other. Um, yeah. And yet, like you know, when he gets to, de- there's no sort of like Yoda doesn't mention it at all when Luke and R two D two get to the Dagobah system. There's no sort of like, mm, yes, I, you've finally arrived, yeah. and I know, like, oh yes, my good friend, this R two D two. Do you still fly around? Do you still? Because yeah. that that they fucked that right off. Like that was. Now they had their memories wiped by um, when they got on when they. Uh, I can't remember. There's a scene in. In uh, Revenge of the Sith, I think, where um, who's supposed to be uh, was Jimmy Smith's his, his character is playing Leia's adopted father. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, have their memories erased?" Yeah, I think I don't know if that was a deleted scene. But or then it's like film, I think something. So, so again, R two D two just forgets how yeah, to do he, all he the stuff. Forgets how to fly. Essentially, he's got all these functions that are presumably still there. You know, he's still mm. got like the the little jets in his legs. But he just forgets that he's got them and forgets yeah. how to use them. But again, like I said, it doesn't explain why Yoda doesn't say, "Hey, uh, I remember like how you been." <laughs> like, you know, again, they've known each other since the very beginning, and like that never comes up. Mm. Or like, yeah. Well, he could he could have been on that planet for so long. He just. Got, went crazy and forgot everything. Yeah, but the reason he's on that planet is because yeah. like, it's <laughs> that's I don't like, know. It's like yeah. the reason he's there is because it's partly waiting. because of like R two D two and all of that. So it's like, yeah, I, yeah it's just a lot of weird. And the fact that like Anakin made C three PO, like that is yeah, that was pretty. That's fu- someone on Twitter pointed out that that means that like Luke and C three PO are brothers, yeah. <laughs> which is like They're brothers. Got, like that's the real revelation. Yeah, I have a brother, but he's a robot. He's a gay he's robot. A... <laughs> yeah, not that that's a, a, it's... a bad thing. Oh no, I mean, it, but saying, it's yeah, yeah, it's just a very, it's just an annoying queen. Like he's just yeah, he's prissy and. Inner attentive and yeah. stuck up and a bit of a he's, yeah. yeah and he's got a giant like, hog. If, no one likes Rupio in <laughs> they all just tell the shut up. It, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, even in the new ones, like no one likes him. Yeah, he's like I feel like he barely even has any. Does he have any dialogue with any of the other characters? I feel like it's like there's only like in the new ones he only talks to R two. <laughs> in the Last Jedi, I remember a scene. I think where Poe Dameron tells him to shut up. Oh yeah, I think there's one scene that that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's got he's got red eyes in the trailer, isn't yeah. he? In the new one, so it's like Ooh, maybe he finally. What's that gonna? What's gonna? He turns evil. Goes. He's yeah. the real Sith the whole time. That's yeah. The the Emperor is possessed. He's uh, possessed C-3PO. and uh, yeah, that's no one would suspect. <laughs> yeah, no, no one would suspect this prissy golden queen of being. <laughs> Being a Sith Lord, um, yeah, and like I said, he's got he's got a giant hog. Have you seen that the the trading card of, with his dick? No. There's like a oh, there's like a, <laughs> there's like a famous like famously rare uh, trading card where uh, C three PO has just a giant hard on. Like he's got like, there's just there's an attachment to like his crotch. 
Uh, and it's there's all this sort of lore and all this rumor about like how the photo came to be because it, it is it's genuine like it's a real thing um you know whether it's just like the like the crew members and the the like wardrobe people just fucking about on the set oh, or whatever yeah but it's <laughs> yeah it's lawrence is looking it up right now it's, I, I encourage everyone else to, I've to look seen it up that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah it's just a like a photo of uh c3po with just a, just a giant hog um, that's rock hard and it's like yeah that's like a really rare piece of Star Wars memorabilia like people that's like that's worth like hundreds of dollars so is this thing in Star Wars is there isn't really kind of like much kind of they kind of try to suppress this sort of section nobody fucks nobody yeah. fucks in Star Wars well, maybe they correct that in The Mandalorian you know because it's like a TV series yeah. you'd think they try and expand it a bit more but mm. because you don't want to alienate those kids you don't yeah. want to you don't want to like it's, it's big money, isn't it? Like, mm. yeah, keeping those kids on side. But, it, I, it, you know, like the, the Game of Thrones guys, uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss were supposed to be making a Star Wars movie. Mm. Um, and so everyone was like, oh, cool. Okay, so all the Star Wars characters are going to fuck now. Yeah. Um, and then I think... It's like, we don't want to go too far. We just, like... I mean, yeah. there's but like... There's they, like... I think they got offered more money by Netflix or something, so they they fucked that off. And... Like, in Last Jedi, I remember Lord Dern's character and. Uh, Princess Leia have a brief little like nudge and a wink that they were like lesbians for a bit or something. I remember, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't quite remember that. I mean, I I, I definitely. I mean, I got like you know big gay vibes from Laura Dern's character because you know she's got brightly coloured hair and she's very tall. So that's you know. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's sort of uh, yeah. I mean, it's only sort of like the only. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, the only mentions of, like, fucking are sort of the the fact that, like, you know... Well, maybe, maybe in... I think, to be fair, to Attack of the Clones, you know, they show off Natalie Portman's midriff and stuff. She wears sort of revealing outfits. Um, <laughs> like, the way it's, like, he's kind of stroking her on the shoulder. It's like, bruh. That's a bruh moment. It's, yeah, it's... I remember reading somewhere, uh, like, this was, like, at the time. I don't know how true this is. But, like, apparently, like, there was a point where, like, Leonardo DiCaprio was interested in playing Anakin. And George Lucas was like, no, we've got to have Hayden Christensen. <laughs> like, yeah. we were that close to having, like, a good actor playing Anakin. Uh, and it's, I just wonder, like, uh, would they have been more watch? Would they have been better? I feel I like they must have been. He would have been, because I can now see that he kind of looks like an older Jake Lloyd. He so does. It kind of makes sense a bit more. Hayden Christensen is, I don't know anything like. Hayden, it is, it's nuts. That that gap from like Phantom Menace to Attack of the Clones, where <laughs> where it's like, I don't know, like it, it, some time has passed. Do they have, I don't think they ever like say exactly how much, but it's like suddenly he's Hayden Christensen, but... Yeah. Natalie Portman is still Natalie Portman. Yeah. And so it's, what, she'd be like 15 in The Phantom Menace and 25 and... I guess. Something like that. Or like, I I don't know. It's Because she looks the same. Like, I, it's it, it's weird. It's really weird. So I would assume like maybe he's t- Anakin's 10. Yeah, and, I think he's 9 or 10 and in then the in first the movie. And then probably about 20. So five years difference, whatever. Yeah. It, it's... It's weird. It's unless it's like time moves differently on different planets. Yeah, uh, all, that, all that going on different planets. I mean, if we're gonna go on Neil deGrasse Tyson here, yeah, 
you know, he would. He, I mean, if he went, to <laughs> and we like, are because we're being very creepy about Natalie Portman, so that's totally yeah, on brand if, for Neil deGrasse Tyson. If, uh, if he were to go from one side of the galaxy back to the other, like I remember from Buck Rogers, you know, he could be like three hundred, five hundred years. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He could be, yeah, he could be. We don't know. Yeah, Anakin could be. Uh, yeah, he could be like could be eight hundred years anime, old. Anime characters like she's she's five thousand years old. Yeah, she just happens to look like a twelve year old yeah. girl. Um, yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> Would be ironic, but, but people won't think that. That's yeah. I mean, all it takes is that to be clipped out of yeah. uh, out of context, and that's yeah. that's it. You've been cancelled. Uh, um, I'm, it's not like I have any clouts, it's fine. Yeah. I go back to just being nobody. You're not a big enough, not a big enough fish to land yeah. to, uh, to, to, but anyway, yeah, speaking of big enough fish, that's, that's one of the, uh, one of the hilarious gags in, uh, Phantom Menace is that, you know, when they're, when they're being chased out of the, uh, the, the Gungan city and there's like a big fish chasing them and then a bigger fish eats yeah. that fish and Qui-Gon Jinn quips there's always a bigger fish. Yeah. And it's like, ha, 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 ha. that's a familiar saying that we're all, uh, that's, you know, that's a thing that people definitely say. That's like a, an old expression that, uh, that he, I'm definitely familiar said, with. If he had said, going to need a bigger boat, everyone would have been like, going to need a bigger ship. Bigger yeah. Ship. Uh, or, you know, there's plenty, there's always plenty of fish. <clears throat> Even that is, you know, like that would make more sense, but it's like, yeah, it's delivered like a, like a quip, like a joke. And, uh, yeah. And there's like that immortal, <laughs> there's that immortal line where he's like, "What is to become of this Jar Jar Binks?" It's like <laughs> Liam Neeson's like a serious actor, and he has to like pretend. It's <laughs> like, well, you know, it's, it's probably like just well, I'm, this this movie's going to make billions, so I yeah. might as well get in on this this gravy train. What is to become of this Jar Jar Binks? Do they still get paid? The, or the prequel actors from... Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Because they, they, they've, you know, they've re-released them a couple of times, haven't they? They've, you know, they re-released it in 3D, and, you know, now they've got the oh, Star Wars the, theme uh, park, so their likeness is probably all over that. So it's, yeah. I was going to... I want to talk about several things. They, uh... They redid that scene in A New Hope with uh, Greedo and Han Solo, where Greedo now <laughs> says, McClunky. McClunky. <laughs> I do, you, at a certain point, you got to just stand back and admire George Lucas's commitment to going back and because to start with, like there were some people like defending and being like, no, this, you know, this is what he's always wanted to do. This was his vision for those films, you know, like he's always the technology wasn't available, so now he's he's able to do all these things. But it's just like going back and like just making it so that like one of the characters says just a nonsense word as he dies. Like what is that? Is that like? Is that something they've had always had? Or yeah, it's like yeah, we didn't have time to film it. Or we gotta have like, this scene where the audience- Greedo says McClunky. Yeah, I'm doing my George Lucas voice. Uh, McClunky means McClunky. hail to the Sith in uh, whatever language Greedo speaks. I, I do remember. Apparently, someone asked George Lucas like, "What what uh, color is Yoda's blood?" And he went, "Green." <laughs> I, he's like I don't know green. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. That, that people, yeah, just just admit you're making it up as you go along, man. Like it's just it's fine. I think that was like, the whole thing with the original Star Wars was that they were making it. Yeah, well, it I mean, was, they, they literally were. It's like you hear about all these stories about like you know what was in the original script. Like so little of that original script is like in the film. Hmm. Like 
fucking like Han Solo is supposed to be an alien, and he's gonna he's gonna die in Empire, and like it, yeah, like yeah. There was just there's all this stuff that like ended up changing just because George Lucas was like, no, I want to do it different. Like it, yeah. It, it's all just like shit that's being made up as it goes along, but people are still like, no, he's got a vision. He's got this is what he's always intended for it to be, and it's yeah. He's like he he still um. I remember he did an interview where he's like, "I was quite a pioneer when I did Red Tails. It was a, it was, a, it was an all black <laughs> cast. Mm. I was, I was a very pioneer filmmaker. Like, oh my God, George. Yeah, it was. That's a, yeah, that's sort of a weird thing where it's like, uh, if, yeah, if you don't like it, you're racist. I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's just like it just seems like a bad film. Like. Mm. Not you're not the first guy to make a movie with an all black cast like uh, that, uh, yeah. And uh, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, um, whether Ewan McGregor's gonna like come back as Obi Wan? Why are like people they really are really excited for that? Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> like wait like people are like. Like that is apparently a th- yeah, that's been a huge thing online for years that people like were talking about like oh is he gonna they gotta bring him back is he gonna come back and play Obi Wan is he gonna play? it's just like I I feel like it's born out of the fact that people just want to have Obi Wan Kenobi back mm. and Alec Guinness is obviously long dead and the reception of uh, <laughs> the reception to the you know the 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 Peter Cush the CGI Peter Cushing. And uh, and Carrie Fisher in Rogue One. I didn't think it was the worst. I, I, I it didn't bother me. Yeah. It it didn't bother. Yeah. I thought it was it was a bit odd to have him be like one of the main characters in it, but whatever. I I thought it worked fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the sort of mixed reaction of that I think means that they're obviously very loath to do that with Alec Guinness. Also, the fact that Alec Guinness was very vocal in the fact that he despised yeah. Star Wars. I like how in um, Return of the Jedi, he just sits there and you can see his like shoes. And yeah. <laughs> he's not bothered at he all. He's just, yeah. He's stupid. So I feel like his, you know, the, the McGuinness estate would just be like, no, you can't use, no, no way. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's just people that, they just want to have Obi-Wan back as a character and it's like, the only way they can do that is with fucking Ewan McGregor um, but yeah it's like it's just sort of been caught up in this whole thing of like is he coming back is he coming back he's got to come back they've got to bring him back I think it's and now he's out of desperation for wanting the prequels to be good mm. and they, they weren't and it's not really Ewan McGregor's fault yeah it's just you have a you have a guy who just yeah didn't I, really give a fuck just wanted to make it as as easy as he could I feel like yeah to his to his credit, it, Ewan McGregor did the best with yeah. what he had because it's a rotten fucking script. Like all, like all three of those films, the dialogue is trash. Um, and there's all these like you know, like we said earlier, there's all these comedic beats that don't work. Um, just gags that aren't gags, jokes with no punchlines that he's supposed to deliver, while also hmm. being you know, he's in the back of his mind, he's thinking, okay, well, eventually this character. Eventually, this character becomes, you know, Alec Guinness. Uh, so, like, uh, yeah. I have to sort of talk a bit like this. Yeah, exactly. A bit more nasally. Yes. Like he did in the Lady Killers. <laughs> uh, but which role in the Lady Killers? Because he uh, famously played uh, seven different parts. Mm. Uh, 
Well, as Peter says um, in that film as well. Wait, no, that's not. Um, what am I thinking of? That's a different Ealing comedy. Kind Hearts and Coronets. That's it. Where he, McGuinness plays. Uh, it's not. Uh, why do I keep calling him McGuinness? Because of Paddy McGuinness. Paddy McGuinness. Um, yeah. yeah, his uh, his son. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. McGuinness plays. Uh, I think it's seven different roles in Kind Hearts and Coronets. Um, yeah, different. It's all members of the same family, but yeah, it's it's very funny. Um, but yeah, we should probably talk about like the good Star Wars films. Um, the original, uh, Rogue One, Force Awakens. I mean, it's J.J. Abrams, but I, I could I could waffle on about J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Well, if we, I, I guess we. So we we've we've talked about the the prequels. I mean, it was just quickly yeah. run them down. You got you got Phantom Menace. Which, which is kind of boring, kind of and racist at the same time. I did. I mean, and, yeah. At least it was our actual real sets at times, to an extent. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, it is there is a there lot. Was of a lot of filler. There's a lot of filler, especially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's at least like two kind of cool bits in it with the pod yeah. racing and the lightsaber fighting. Um, and then you got Attack of the Clones. Just trying to be like which, Blade Runner. But in Star Wars, and then extent. yeah, and then you've got this just awful like romance storyline between yeah. between Padme and Anakin. So you've got like Blade Runner mixed with Romeo and Juliet mixed with Gladiator. Yeah, there's a whole bit in a big arena. It's like anything it, that oh, Ridley Scott films and pretty much yeah, <laughs> you, you just, just watch, yeah, James Cameron rip off James Cameron, Ridley yeah. Scott. Who else is he trying to rip? Spielberg? Mm. All his friends. Yeah, all of his mates, basically. It was like, yeah, you know, Star Wars should have should have this element to it. And it's just like, uh, I mean, you know, there could have been a right way to do that, but you've just shoehorned this thing in wholesale from another movie. And it's just, yeah. I mean, like, the whole, the whole romance story between Padme and Anakin is just... There's no chemistry whatsoever between the two of them. And there's like scenes where they're like laughing, and it's uh, just even thinking about it now, it's making like it's making my whole body tense up because of how awkward and cringy it is. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, so you got that, and then yeah, just lots of like, is it was that the one was Attack of the Clones the one with General Grievous as well? Yeah, no, um, wait, no, or was that Revenge of the Sith? That's the third one, that is the yeah. th- okay. That Count Dooku, uh, Chris. There's yeah, Chris, Christopher Lee. So Christopher Lee. Is that is that the one where he fights Yoda? Yeah. So you got. <laughs> so yeah, you got Christopher yeah. Lee fighting CGI Yoda, who's doing like backflips and stuff. Completely, in many ways, contrary to what Yoda is. Yeah. He's, he shouldn't. He's he's a small little green I, guy, and he shouldn't really be flipping around with a tiny, it, tiny lightsaber. Yeah, and he's sort of supposed to. I don't know. It's like. I feel like he's supposed to be like introduced as this kind of wise Zen like yeah. character. Like the whole point is that you never see him fighting, and I don't know. Yeah, that was very weird. Um, that yeah, there's that whole sequence with those two having a lightsaber fight, uh, and uh, yeah, and then you got Attack of the Clones, which has uh, probably like the only the only good acting in it. Like maybe like in like the sort of at the very end where like. Where there's like that final showdown between Anakin and Obi Wan, um, famous you, line, "I have the high ground." Yeah, exactly. Which is uh, in the in the last episode where I talked about the uh, game Jedi Fallen Order, which is another. It takes place after Revenge of the Sith because you start off as like a young Padawan, 
your master gets killed mm. by the Order 66. And, ah. but, and uh, yeah, so you're basically a Jedi and you go into hiding by becoming a scrapper. Mm. And then you get... Just like Gladiator. You get ratted out as a, as a Jedi. and then such a, That's the beginning of the game. But, uh, yeah. but there's a bit where there's, you can hear like stormtroopers talking and they go, well, at least we have the high ground. It's like, uh, why, oh, why would you want to quote stupid from, fan service? From that's, the shit one. That fucking sucks. That sucks so bad. Um, yeah, and then, but then, like I said, you actually get like some some good like acting from Ewan McGregor uh, when he's kind of you know when he's delivering that whole speech about like you know you were the chosen one, yeah. you were supposed to bring balance to the force and all that. That's like. That's sort of like the easily the best acting in any of those three prequels. I would say though that um, Ian McDermott as the Emperor is just true in the scenery. Actually, yeah, he yeah, he's just hamming it. Doesn't <laughs> give a fuck. Yeah, he's sort of uh, it's 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 fun at first, and then it's sort of he he really is like it really doesn't take much for him to suddenly go from being like this sort of you know trustworthy older character to suddenly being like do it do it do it do it like i am the city yeah he so it's treats it take yeah it takes very little for him to suddenly just become like yeah a fucking cartoon character just doesn't care if i just how what can i get away with Mm. no yeah (laughs) it's good yeah and and uh, I think the biggest wasted opportunity was having Sam Sam Jackson as Mace Windu, and he literally doesn't really do a whole lot until Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it. I he deserved better. Like yeah. Samuel L. Jackson definitely deserved better. Um, you know, for, for yeah, for being in a Star Wars film, and like I said, like the character is given so little to do hmm. until the very end and then he just gets his ass kicked by by <laughs> by the emperor uh, yeah so uh so yeah those films are all bad and anyone that tells you otherwise is incorrect yeah that's uh, we were talking about the good star wars so yeah. we got the originals so the, if we go sort of chronology like the chronology wise like kind of through like yeah. you know we've so we've done episodes 1 through 3 so we've got 4 through 6 the original trilogy yeah um do you remember when you first watched them? Well, it's funny enough, um, I didn't know what Star Wars was until, well, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, when I was five, maybe? And mm. uh, I got a few Star Wars toys for Christmas. I didn't know what it quite was. Mm. I got Star Wars toys first, and then we got X-Wing V TIE Fighter on the PCs, like an old oh, cool. MS-DOS. Yeah, so I remember that. It was almost like a flight simulator, because it was real, real into detail about... Uh, yeah, you being see like, an X-wing or Tie fighter. Yeah, you see like the all the like the inside of the cockpit yeah. and everything. Yeah, I you could that. manage your shields and your engines and your yeah. your lasers and all that. Yet and all these things, it was like weird flight simulator, but it was really good. And then I realized, what they made a film about this, like, <laughs> and it, it's like Star Wars. I was like, and I, yeah, I really yeah, that's how I so I sort of went backwards into Star Wars, sort of toys, then games, and then well, mm. around about the same time, and then the film. And uh, yeah, I really, yeah. Hooked ever since, and um, yeah, that's my that's... story into original Star Wars. So I, yeah, for for me it was because I was seven when the they they re released the original trilogy, um, and they you know they re released them in cinemas, and it, that was because they were like the quote unquote remastered versions mm. where George that was the that was the first round of 
Lucas fuckery, I think, where he went back and kind of, uh, you know, stuck in a bunch of weird CGI um, that didn't really fit in there. Yeah, um, I think I, but I think I, this is when before he did the special editions, mm. like I got the original videos. Yeah, I don't know where they've gone, but but I remember because uh, for me, I was able to see them in the cinema, yeah. which was which was you know mind blowing um, for you know for for a little kid. So yeah, yeah, I remember like, and then that Christmas getting the box set of the the th- like you know the three VHSs, um, with you know with all the movies on. And again, it was like you know it was, yeah, they were like the remastered versions that were in the set. But it was, I didn't you know I didn't care at that point. It was you know that was all I all I knew. And so yeah, I got like a shit ton of the toys that Christmas and and everything. And that was just sort of that was it. Yeah, it just appealed to the uh, you know. That when I was a kid, and like even now, I'm just a big fan of anything that has like really good world building. Um, it kind of you know I'll kind of be more forgiving if like if if it's you know if the, like you know certain characters are, are annoying or like the plot maybe isn't that great. As long as like the actual like world that's all taking place in is like really well kind of fleshed out and and that. Um, I'm kind of I'm just on board, you know. So that's like you know, like it was the same like when I got into Harry Potter as a kid. It was like you know, pretty much all the main characters in Harry Potter are really fucking annoying. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but like the fact that it's this kind of really well, uh, well created, you know, and there's this in world kind of mythology and everything, and there's just this infrastructure, everything that makes sense, this internal kind of logic to everything. All of that stuff is it, I, I really love, and so like in Star Wars, obviously, kind of you know has that because that you know they've they've you know the universe has expanded and expanded and expanded. You know, there's any number of you know spin-offs and offshoots and novels and video games and other movies and you know they've got a fucking TV show now. So yeah, it, it's it yeah that was what kind of kept, captured my imagination when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, seeing them getting to and I I. I looking back it's like i really i'm glad that i got to see them like those original films again even if they were slightly tinkered with i got to see them on the big screen um that was really cool mm. um and it's what i mean what's what's your favorite of the 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 original three just the, the original of well they call new, new hope. hope it was just called star wars wasn't it? yeah yeah <laughs> originally yeah, yeah but the new hope that's my favorite yeah because that's where it all started for me I think yeah. I, I for me, I think I. I mean, this is controversial, but I think Return of the Jedi is is my favorite. Hmm. Um, I know, like, for most people, it's like you know, it's it's all to do with uh, a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Those are sort of the, the from a filmmaking point of view, at least, those are the two, the two big hmm. ones. But I don't know. I, I like the way that Return of the Jedi rounds out the story. I like I like uh, what happens with Luke's character. He goes from being kind of a bitch to uh, to to being pretty cool by the end of it. I think you know he's he's kind of a badass by the time the uh, the the series ends. Um, and I like you know the the whole the whole thing with you know that whole sort of triangle between Vader, Luke, and the Emperor. Um, the Ewoks don't annoy me as much as they do some people. Uh, I think you know I think it's neat that the 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 whole battle between them and the Empire on on Endor, like you know it's a it's a terrain that hadn't really been sort of explored in Star Wars up to that point, you know, just being in a forest and stuff and their whole plan and, you know, Lando controlling things like, up in the air. It's, yeah. I noticed this. You you think of the uh, original trilogy and it's like, first one's very, like, lots of, it's white, black and yellow gold. 
kind yeah. of color scheme. And then the empires are very blue, and snowy colors, and yeah, blue and gray, and a little bit of red. And then Return of Jedi is all very earthy greens and greens browns. and browns. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it's uh, yeah, a little uh, kind of yeah, sort of sandy colors yeah. as well from the yeah, kind of yeah, deep kind of terracotta. Yeah, it, I, yeah, it's weird how that sort of those color palettes kind of uh, yeah, sort of change throughout the the three movies. But yeah. They like I like Lando's kind of redemption in Return of the Jedi as well. I think mm. that, yeah, that's that's cool. But yeah, I mean you know Empire. I mean, just because it's my favorite, I'm not going to dispute that. Like you know, Empire Strikes Back is is a better film. You know, it's good. I, it's at that point, you know, it was very bold for a movie like that to end on such a downer. I mean, even though they knew they were going to make a third one, it's still kind of cool that they you know that they, it is kind of it's quite kind of nihilistic and cold by the end of it. Um, because they don't, you know, like everything doesn't work out. Um, and Luke's kind of left with this sort of crisis of like, oh, well, Yoda was right, and I've endangered my friends and, and everything else. But yeah, um, so that's that's the official Junior Funners uh, seal of approval for the uh, original Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> it's a big thumbs up, right? That's uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird because it's like you don't want to be like what we've been making fun of all the online people who just love Star Wars unconditionally. But it's just like, yeah, I do kind of have that in that fanboy inside. Like, yeah, I, I just love last year. I think I got a Christmas time. The uh, I mean, it is they are kind of tempered with but the Blu-rays. I got the original trilogy on yeah. Blu-ray and I just watched them. And I, was, I just love these. I just like watching it on lovely Blu-ray. Yeah. Even though, even, even though there are sort of elements that George Lucas put in, they're not that annoying. It's yeah, I think the it's just the, enjoyable for me. The DNA of the films is kind of it. It just means that it's sort of you're forgiving of it, hmm. even if there is that you know those elements of George Lucas just yeah. you know it's sticking his oar in. It's funny when uh, R2D2 is he's hiding behind more rocks, and they're clearly just. So badly, just yeah, yeah, and then very clearly (laughs) when he comes out the cave, they're not there, so it's like, what's the point? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, there's lots of stuff like that where like things will walk past the camera in the foreground that are just very obviously fake and CGI, and it's like, what, like, well, what was the fucking point? Like, there's still people walking around, like, there's still like, there's still like extras and stuff walking past in the background. Like, why have you, why do you have to have this big CGI creature? just walk past the camera like it, it's uh, yeah and in return of the jedi he makes the the door to jabba's palace bigger mm. it's like i don't know why he said can we make the can we make the door bigger yeah we need that door to be bigger and there's that whole like musical sequence with the with the weird yeah. the weird thing I mean, he kept with the that lips. in yeah yeah but he also made he, like they change it from a puppet to like a cgi yeah. like uh abomination <laughs> yeah Oh man, um, and they they changed originally the line when um, Han is going to shoot the Sarlacc because it's got Lando, and yeah. Lando says, "I thought you were blind," and then Han originally said, um, "I think he said it's fine, trust me, or something like that." And then they mm. changed it to McClunky. Yeah, he changed. It, Han it, just it, says McClunky, and then just, just shoots Lando McClunky. in the face. No, now he just says, "It's all right. I can see a lot better now." Like, where to take out the? What? Uh, does, yeah, what? 
take out the tension. Just remove all the stakes of that yeah. scene. It's all right. It's... I can see a lot better now. <laughs> yeah, that's. And then at the end, with Darth Vader goes, "No, mm. we need we need to really show how Darth Vader is conflicted." And he's like, "Should I save my son or?" Or not, and then he goes, no. That is like, yeah. I don't know if they're trying to like call that back to, you know, they're trying to retroactively yeah. call that back to Revenge of the Sith, where because oh, famously the uh, yeah. No. I remember like when like when that came out, I was like a teenager, and I was t- like, even then, I was like, oh man, that fucking sucks. Um, because I was finally at that age where it was like, you know, like where I was young enough when the first two came out that I kind of, you know, I didn't care. I just wanted more Star Wars. I didn't mm. care. Um, and, it, you know, I was finally, when it, whenever it came out, 2006 or whatever, yeah. you know, I was I was a teenager at that point. So I was just, I was like, you know, I, I, I sort of was able to look back on things and be like, oh, actually, yeah, that's maybe not so good. Um, and I was talking to my friends about it and I was like, yeah, that, when he says no, like it's just so cringy and it just seems like, I don't know, it just seems so, like, antithetical to the character. Mm. Um, and then, like, one of my friends was like, yeah, but, like, what's he supposed to do? Is he supposed to just say nothing? And I was like, well, yeah, actually, yeah, that would have been... <laughs> that would have been way more effective. If he, like... If he just kneels down and all the stuff around him starts breaking, because he's obviously, like, using... You know, he's, like, taking his emotion out using his force powers, I feel like that would be... If that, if that scene has to exist at all... That's a better version of it, right? If he's just silent when he does it, mm. that feels like a rather than him just going. That's why I liked um, Rogue One because it, it they redeemed Darth Vader, made him a badass again. Yeah, yeah, that whole sequence of sort of you know that leads up to the beginning of uh, A New Hope is yeah really fucking cool. Um, I, I cried and I clapped in the cinema. I, cried. I was like, <laughs> I was, I was rock hard. I, 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 I stood up and clapped, and I was, I was just so, I was fucking my erect. I was just, yeah, just jizzed all over the people yeah. in front of me. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just escorted out by security. Um, so yeah, and then, and then, you know, and then after that. There's nothing for a while, and then we get, uh, you know, Star Wars gets bought by Disney. Disney decides they want to make more money, so uh, they make more Star Wars films. Yeah. And uh, they bring in J.J. Abrams, and so, yeah, we're about a month out from um, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, up to this point, so we, we, we're currently, we've got four four of these new Star Wars films from this uh, this current sort of iteration of the uh, of the franchise. Um. Yeah. So we got yeah. So Lawrence is counting on his fingers, but yeah, we've we got uh, yeah. Force Awakens, Rogue One, uh, Last Jedi, Last Jedi, and then Solo, Solo, and then Rise of Skywalker. So we're gonna have five films in the space yeah. of like five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is more than I want. Really, I'm yeah, it's, fine. It's like too much, too much of a, too much uh, fried chicken. Sometimes it's like yeah. Oh, oh. Can't have any more. It really, yeah. It's, like just a bit more, just a bit more. I'm like, oh, I can't. Anyway, it, yeah. One of the one of the problems I had was Solo. I mean, I, I broadly speaking, I I liked Solo. I thought it was fun. That's um, the one I haven't seen yet. I I don't think it's as bad as some people say it is. 
like I said, I think you know for what it is, it's it's fun. Um, but there is a bit of like I don't need to know the origin of every yeah. fucking thing. Like it, some stuff is just fine, you know. Like you, yeah. it, it it exists and it's fine, and that's that's great. Like you know, I don't I don't need to like. Um, like the comparison I draw is that like I've been watching Better Call Saul, like the, the the prequel series to Breaking Bad, and it's like it's you know there's certain things in that which then end up you know end up being recalled in Breaking Bad, but it's not like it's not every fucking thing. Like you know he's not like it's not like he's saying like well I I'd, I'd never be a lawyer for a terminally ill cancer patient that would sell blue meth. Like it, it's wink wink. It yeah. Whereas like in Solo, it's like. The, uh, yeah, like you find out that Han Solo is not his real name, and like it, you know, uh, the fucking the Millennium Falcon is like the brain of the Millennium Falcon is actually like a robot that Lando Calrissian may or may not have been in love with, and like, you know, you find out where he gets those dice from the little metal dice that I, to be honest, wasn't really aware of until these recent movies. Like, I, I don't know. You know, apparently there's a thing that's always been there hmm. in the Star Wars lore, but uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of kind of just every every possible crack being just sort of filled in, um, which I don't really need. But other than that, I think yeah, I, I I like I like this new set of Star Wars films. I, I mean, I liked the Last Jedi a lot more than uh, a lot of Star Wars dickheads seem to have. I mean. Part of being a Star Wars fan now just seems to be uh, liking two of the films, like just liking only liking A New Hope and Empire, hmm. and yeah. not liking anything else, which is bullshit. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I remember on Facebook back at the, on the time when um, Force Awakens came out, and I made that sort of jokey picture of me crying, like, "Oh, I loved it." Yeah, it a, but then. Um, I sort of remember like J.J. Abrams, he likes he likes to just have it as the movie going as fast as possible. Everyone's got to be running or yeah. on a ship going real speedy fast, and you just kind of realise that like that there isn't like a whole lot going on. They kind of just J.J. Abrams played it really really safe. Yeah, and that's where I give uh, Ryan Johnson a bit more credit because he's actually trying to yeah do his own thing, and that's the problem. Is that J.J. Abrams didn't really give him anything to work with, and he's he's admitted that yeah. J.J. didn't give him anything, so he had to make it up. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's that's definitely true. I think yeah, J.J. Abrams kind of um, you know he's a good filmmaker. I, I like I like his yeah. Star Trek films um, that he did. Uh, you know they're they're kind of they're they're fun and they zip along. Um, and yeah, like yeah, Force Awakens. It, it it's you know like we were saying earlier. It it, it was good to be back in the yeah. world. It was good to be like he like did a good the, job of after the prequels. It you were back in the Star Wars that you knew. Yeah, before because I was like I think like a lot of people I was just burnt out on Star Wars mm. and I felt like I'd been hurt you know too many times before to really care. And then when I saw the trailer, the first trailer that had like you know like where you see like you know Han and Chewie and. You see the Millennium Falcon flying around and the music is playing. I was like, I, I was immediately right then and there. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, well, I'm sold. Like, I'm yeah, okay, I'm glad to be, I'm glad to be back in this in this world again, and I'm excited now. Hmm. Um, and it, yeah, 
it's yeah so he he did a he did a good job of of that um like you said he didn't really take too many he played you know, it, he played extremely safe yeah just, besides like besides killing off han solo which was something yeah. that was supposed to have happened you know previously i think even dare i say i think hans um harrison ford isn't really super into star wars or that much. i think he's been pretty vocal about know. the fact that he yeah he's he wanted... always seems like he i don't know where he just puts it on he always acts like oh god I was, I was no i think star he's or... he's wanted he's wanted han solo to, like i said he was originally like han solo was supposed to die in empire and i think like that was that kind of that suited harrison ford i think yeah. he does kind of really resent the fact he then had to go on to make Jedi. <laughs> but they just, they made him all the, throughout the whole film, he's like, I just have to try and open a door for the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very underused character. There's one thing yeah. about Jedi is yeah. Han Solo is very underused. Yeah, they let they let Lando kind of do all the cool yeah. piloting shit and yeah, he's like, he's got to just <laughs> like they should have just break like, into this base. Han, Lando should have just gone home after the Job of the Hut bit and said, "Ah, oh, see you around, Han." And then have Han Solo be in the the battle. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I like that Lando was in. Yeah. was had more of a role, and he had, like I said, he had more of a redemption arc. In, or they could uh, be in the in cockpit Jedi. together. I don't know. Yeah, if they were the... flying together, that would have been cool. Yeah. and that just have Leia like leading the shit on the ground. Yeah. Um, not that you know, not that we want like you know. Then that sounds reductive because yeah, we we're just like, oh yeah. yeah, the woman should just be the one that's like you know doing the boring shit, trying to get that door open. But, like, you know, uh, whatever. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, yeah, hindsight's 2020. We would, ease, we would make a better Star Wars movie. Yeah, we, we're, so, yeah, we're so totally. clever. But, but, yeah. When, but I, yeah. when I walk the dog, I have so many ideas of what I would do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then, I, yeah, Last Jedi, we've kind of talked about, you know, we both, both pro Last Jedi, I yeah. think. Like, it's, I'm, I'm it's, more like, I'm not like, ah, oh, it's not my favourite, and I don't hate it. I'm sort of like in that horrible, you know, I like it. It's fine. It's like I'm not like, it's not my personal favourite, but I I appreciate Ryan Johnson trying to do something new and different and trying to create a different sort of yeah Star Wars movie. Definitely, It's a yeah. bit kind of, that will piss off people, and that's a good thing, I think. But and uh, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I think it, like you said, he took he was able to I, kind of do something that hadn't been done before in a lot of ways. I did kind of feel like some jokes were a bit out of place sometimes. I and, think um, yeah, just but that's just I think that's just the way. I know that's how he is. Kind of he is kind of like a bit of a bit of a jokester. He, he likes that kind of humor. But the way it's, it's not that, just him. I think it's just that's it, the language of these big blockbuster yeah. films now. They have to have they have jokes. to have that they have to be, Joss Whedon style. Yeah, they have to be quippy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. I, I guess yeah. Like I said, that pretty much brings us up to date, and we got to leave it there because. Uh, oh no! I gotta go home. Oh damn! <laughs> so uh, really getting into it. I'll just yeah. Well, we'll do we'll do a part two. I think. Yeah. This there's, is there's part too one. much Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. All right. Bye. <laughs>